Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, howdy doody, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's Talksport Daily podcast with me, your host, the howdy doody man, Andy Goldstein. And what a show we've got coming up. Here it is here. I mean, it really is fantastic. Well, it's got Max Rushton in it. What can you do? But the rest of it is brilliant. And we start with the reaction to a busy night and a big night of Champions League and lots of calls to the sports bar, or as you know it, the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Here are some words coming out of people's mouths. This is all Daniel Levy cutting corners when Tottenham Hotspur are in a position where they should be winning trophies and challenging. Daniel Levy likes to cut corners and drag drag the hell out of the, of the football club. Now, at this present moment in time, Pochettino, I'll be honest with you, if he had half a chance, he would run. Because he doesn't want to be there, purely because the club is going backwards. He's been probably promised, don't worry, when we move into the new stadium, this, that and the other. Yeah, we're going backwards, mate. And I've been saying it for three years. Daniel Levy is breaking records at taking Tottenham uh, Matt, backwards. Matt, listen, I hear what you're saying, but why, why do you want Pochettino to quit? Mate, it's not about me wanting Pochettino Please, to quit. because that's what you said. Listen, 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 listen. What I'm trying to point out to you is that man, right, and I've, I wasn't in the era of Bill Nicholson. And do you know what? That, to, that guy, to me, is embedded in my blood because of what he brought to this football club. And Keith Birkinshaw was in my era. And that guy is... I hold him and I've met him. He's at the top of the tree for me. Plus, Pochettino is next to that man. Even though he's not won trophies, but he wants the best for the football club. There's only one man, even though he's earning big money, he's not a mercenary at, at the football club, is Poch. Because Poch wants what we want. Trophies. He wants to put that on his CV, but Levy doesn't want it. And half the footballers like Deli Alley, look at how he's playing. Do you, do you honestly think he cares? He's getting his 150 grand a week. Harry Kane's running around. He's the highest played player. You've got Lloris there. World Cup winner, supposedly, making mistake after mistake. He's not good enough. He's not good enough. The football but, club is going know, backwards. But, but, no, Matt, it's been, a, it's been a, a, a sticky start. I just had to check that he did win tonight. Uh, and you did. You won four 0 And it, you know, I don't it's, care, mate. It's, I know, that's but it, that's I know, but bother me. You winning, do care. You do care, Matt. Listen, you do listen, care. Winning, right. Well, let me stop you there. Winning four 0 at Red Star 
isn't going to no. really make me go to another level. No, we went right. to Everton, a poor right. Everton, and we drew. Don't talk to me about no, breaking right. legs. No, no, you're we right. went to a poor Everton and we drew. We lost to Newcastle. Who else can yeah. I tell that to? Right. And you want to sit there and compare if London is blue or red. Are we having a laugh here? And I don't want to admit this, but are we seriously having, a, uh, having an argument if is it blue or red? We ain't won nothing for 30 years. Under Daniel Levy, have, yeah, this football yeah, club, yeah, this yeah, football club there you go, the sports bar that can be heard Monday to Thursday from 10pm on TalkSport. And don't bother texting me going, oh, I wish you were on seven days a week, you're the best. Um, listen, you're entitled to your opinion. I just Seven days is too much. Oh, well, please, there's no point listening to radio if you're not in it. Look, it's just too much, seven days, so just get on with your life. Anyway, now we head over to the mid-morning show with Jim White and Natalie Sawyer. And alongside them, well, sort of, on the phone was Frank Lampard, or as some people call him, Super Frank. Not to be confused with my dog, who's actually called Scooter Frank. All a bit bizarre when I take him for walks in the high street. And people start chanting, Scooter, Scooter Frank. That genuinely is his name. Anyway, here's Frank Lampard with Jim and Natalie. Frank, what have you done there? Because Jorginho wasn't everybody's favourite, and now the supporters have really taken to him. Kovacic, some people got on his back, they've really taken to him. What are you doing there, Frank? Um, well, I, I mean, the credit has to go to them both, you know, and, and the other players that are, are doing well at the moment because it, it's all on them and all, all I do and the staff do. And I, I always mention the staff because we, we work so hard with them. And when you when you come in fresh, you try and uh, bring in some new ideas and you have to implement them on the training ground. And then it's up to the players. But in terms of those two, I've just tried to give them the, the freedom to find a pass, the freedom to... Uh, well, particularly with Kovacic, for instance, he's got that ability to go past people in midfield, which is, is pretty rare. So the freedom to take people out of the game in central areas and be a little bit expansive when they can be. And uh, and, the, and the rest is down to them. They've also got great characters as well, Jim. They they do drive the team from central areas, particularly Giorgino. You see that from the outside. He's always pushing people on and talking. And, uh, and they're huge for you when you want to get things going on the pitch. Do you have any sympathy at all for some of the fans who left it 4-1 down? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, one of them's probably my dad, Jim. My dad's always shooting off early to miss the traffic, and uh, and then the game changes, and we have to have a conversation later on. So, no, I mean, listen, I get it. Some people, especially on an evening match, some people do uh, have to go to work, etc. But the ones that stayed, and I've, I've, a lot of my friends are at the game or, or fans that I'm in contact with, and they they thought it was a special evening. I, w- I was just a bit disappointed that we didn't get the extra goal. We had the one chalked off, but even after that, I felt that. We were going to go and push and get it, and we were unlucky at the end not to not to win the game. You know, you, you did all that last night, and N'Golo Kante wasn't even back. I mean, is he going to have to fight for the right for his place again, Frank? Well, I think firstly, Jim, he's a fantastic player, and he, yeah. he was one of the players that when I came in, I was so excited to work with because I've loved him from afar as a, as a Chelsea fan. And I'll, and I'll need him, Jim. There's no doubt. He's world class, and uh, and I need a squad, and uh, and they'll they'll be his attributes and what he brings. We all know can't be talked down just because we're on a good moment at the minute so no he's, he's, he's brilliant for us all that he's back he's, we've had to be a bit careful with him because he had a difficult start to the season little niggles I don't think he's been maybe well, he's been used a lot in four years to amazing effect and I think it was just time to take a little bit of a back step but now we've got him hopefully looking good and he's going to be massive for us I mean only you know this Frank but can you play Jorginho Kovacic and Ingolo in the same team? Yeah you can uh, you can in my opinion Jim and, and, I, and I think well, one thing we have done this year is try to be adaptable, which means that sometimes you're changing in terms of personnel or in the shape of the team. 
um, and what they bring all of them because and, and even Mason you throw that in and, and you know it's given me problems but what they can all do is a, is lots of parts of the midfield game there's not there's not one of them that says okay he's just a number 10 or he can only do that I think they all can do a lot so in terms of how they rotate and work together I think it's something that we, we always work on and I think whoever I pick there at the moment when they're all fit you'd like to think that they're going to give you a, um, a good performance Frank say, say you, you end up winning your appeal against the transfer ban. You're in something of a dilemma, are you not? Because the group you've got are giving you everything. And then again, you might have the capability of adding to it. Yeah, I mean, it's one it's one that I will cross the bridge when it comes. Yeah. And we'll see, obviously. We know it's later this month. But I am very happy with what I've got. I said this in the press the other day. And it would be something that we would always look to as Chelsea and me personally, is can we improve in areas and only to make... It do business if you can improve and, and it feels that it's the right thing for the group not just personnel wise but in terms of the balance and the way we're going so I will, I will look at that one and, and we'll see but at the moment I can't ask for any more so it's not it's nice that it's really down the list of my priorities of, of what happens with the appeal at the minute the, the real priority for us always going game to game and trying to improve all the time Now we can check in for the first time on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show with Big Al and Ali McCoy's. And they had Alfie Haaland on the show, of course, talking about his son. No one actually knows the name of his son. Everyone just says the son of Alfie Haaland. And that's including Alfie Haaland. Doesn't even know his own son's name. He just says son of Alfie Haaland. It's all very bizarre. Anyway, this is Alfie Haaland talking about his son with Alan Brazil and Ali McCoy's. He loves to score goals, I must say. You know, uh, it's, it's different to, to score goals and love to score goals. You know, he's, he's just eager to, to get into the right positions all the time. And uh, uh, the thing is, that he's, um, he's got an eye for goal, but he's also strong. He's, um, he's, he's tall and um, he's also fast, which is, um, you know, good good skills to have, I think. So, Alfie, born in Leeds, so... Um, you know where where do you think your kid where do you think your son's going to end up? <laughs> well, he, he was a Leeds fan and a City fan and Nottingham Forest fan and uh, and uh, so he's you know he followed me obviously and uh, so but that's what you do in your your youth, isn't it? And it's different to being being a supporter than uh, having as a, as a job, you know. So yeah. uh, yes, but he was born in Leeds, yeah. Where would you like to see him play, Alfie? I don't know. I think, you know, uh, at one stage he, he would like to play in the Premier League, yes. Uh, but uh, when that's going to happen, uh, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a very tough league. But uh, up to now, he's sort of uh, ahead of uh, what, you know, the, the stage that we thought he would be at, you know. And um, he's got the... He's got the He's built for, for Premier League at one stage, I think, you know. But uh, yeah. if that's going to happen now or, or at a later stage, we I'm don't know. I'm but hopefully, hopefully one day, yeah. The Red Bull have put, uh, I, think, I think they put a big price tag on his head, haven't they? Uh, does that uh, worry you a little bit? I think it's over £80 million. <laughs> there are always uh, worries, you know. But uh, then again, he, he's, a, he's at Red Bull and he, he's at a fantastic club there and playing Champions League. So it's, uh, 
in a way it's a, it's a no uh, no hurry but uh, but Red Bull has shown um, from the past that they are sort of a middle step club and if they're going to recruit players in the future they can't put a, <laughs> um, a stupid price tag on no. the on the on the players because nobody would like to go there yeah Alfie, I've got to bring up uh, the weekend there. Andre Gomez picked up a real uh, bad, bad injury. Yeah. For me, it was an accident, but yeah. it was bad. Uh, you had a terrible one, which was no accident, I hate yeah. to say. What advice would you give to Evertonian uh, Andre Gomez? Because he's a good player. Sometimes I, I watched the game and uh, I felt so sorry for him. Uh, it's just uh, awful, but that's things that can happen in, in football you know uh, if it's a clear sort of a break it, it's maybe better because it can um, heal heal yeah. quicker and you can come, come back as a um, you know normal again in in a way but it, it was horrible but that's the thing with uh, with football players they they um, uh, it's it's hard to play uh, you know so many games and uh, and accidents like that can uh, can happen but you know no advice but uh, you know people have come back from those kind of injuries before and uh, sure. maybe even stronger so uh, he's going to learn a lot from it but um, fingers crossed that it's going to go well time now to check in with max wasted time sorry max rushton on wasted time sorry on extra time my mistake oh, I can't read my own handwriting Anyway, this is Max doing something that nobody probably hears because everyone's asleep. Pushkas playing in Australia. Uh, I don't. I, I, I had no idea. So we've got. You know, we had so many Hungarians come out in the 1956 wave, but we also had a heap of Hungarians come out in the in the 1930s wave as well. So there was a massive diaspora of Hungarians here, and. And so Pushkas, when he was not allowed back into Hungary, could come here, eat goulash, be Hungarian, feel the sort of, speak the language, feel the friendliness and the love that the Hungarian people obviously had for him. Um, and so he started coming quite regularly. He came during the 70s and 80s. And even the stories of him playing kind of scratch games in his 50s. In down, his 50s? Down in Geelong. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? And, uh, and he'd muck around. And, and, and in the late 80s, we used to have um, famous... Uh, in Australia was something of a football back, backwater, but we used to get in big names to run clinics here. And so George Best had a clinic here in the, in the 80s. And so some Hungarian entrepreneur decides to have a clinic here uh, under the Pushkas banner in about 88. Um, and so he comes out here and he runs it. It doesn't go that well in a business sense. He gets kind of, yeah. And so, uh, and so he's here and loving life, but he has no job. And Pushkas wasn't motivated particularly by money, but he kind of just needed a job. Of course. And so, and so he, was, uh, he was called up. Um, some Hungarians got in touch with the Greek club because he had the Panathinaikos history. And, and suddenly the, the local club here, the, the most um, sort of famous name in the old NSL, as it was called, was South Melbourne Hellas. And they just came and offered him what would be regarded as peanuts to coach, you know, like really less than a hundred thousand dollars, you know, a couple of thousand dollars a week to roll up, and and he and he really did roll up. He had a stomach that was about <laughs> as wide as he was tall, um, but still these incredible calves. And so and so he, and, and they they go on and they win the championship over a couple of years later. And so there's this sort of... He's not playing. No, he's not playing. He's just this... He's just Pushkas. Pushkas. He's Pushkas. He's down at the TAB in Ackland Street, which is... So he loves... It's it's just like a Ladbrokes, right? Just wandering in, yeah? He's there. But can you imagine in Hungary or in in most of Europe, if he walks in anywhere, he can't can't just sit there and have a quiet bet. I'm trying to make the comparison. It would be like, what, David Beckham in about... 
sort of yeah. 50 years yeah. being 32 stone and walking into the local William Hill. Exactly, and just sitting there all day. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes and has his pork at the local <laughs> Hungarian corner restaurant and, and uh, eating and drinking. I'm Alan Brazil and this is TalkSport Daily. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Back now to the Jim White Show. And Trevor Sinclair was on talking about Liverpool and how they should prioritize the Carabao Cup over the World Club Cup. I sort of agree with him, actually. I never thought I'd say that. About Trevor Sinclair, actually, no, I'm going to disagree. I just feel dirty agreeing with him. Anyway, here's Trevor saying something about Liverpool, which usually I'd agree with, but I just can't on this occasion. Looking at the Club World Cup, looking at the Carabao Cup, I feel that Liverpool should stay at home and try and win that domestic cup. It's got heritage. It's actually worth something, not in monetary terms, because... 4.5 million to 100 grand, there's no, there's no relation there. You know, it's a lot better to win financially, the, the Club World Cup. But I actually feel Liverpool fans will want to win the Carabao Cup. Just get that psychological difference and that little bit of upmanship against Manchester City leading into the end of the season. Time now to check in with Paul and Andy or Hawksby and Jacobs. They can be found one to four weekdays on TalkSport. And they had a great guest on the show, Martin Johnson, of course, star of Miami Vice. Used to drive that white Ferrari tester. Huh? Oh, rugby. My mistake. Well, a World Cup winning captain. Still our only one. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Martin Johnson joins I us I was now. I get banished to history, I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> we were with uh, Steve Thompson, Kieran Bracken last week, and, th- and they were saying that. They were saying that we want the boys to do it, you know, and then forget mm. about us. But I thought, yeah. you don't really mean that, do you? Yes or no. <laughs> yeah, you want them to win. And, and they, what a performance they put in in the semi-final. And I know, you know, we're all disappointed for them and, and obviously for the fans that we, that we lost. But, you know, that was still a heck of a game they put in. 
against the All Blacks to get there. And, and most of the teams would have, you know, who weren't in the final would have been happy to, to sort of be there. But you, you always get introduced as a World Cup winner. But actually, I always say, look, I played in three and two of them we didn't win. So mm. you're also a World Cup loser. Uh, and it's gutting, you know. It's you put so much, not just a physical effort, because that's what you do as a player. But you, you sort of mentally have to fully, you're all in, you know, for a World Cup to get there. And uh, and and when you get the, you know, when you get the the chop and you're out, it it, it is it is quite devastating. Mm. And 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 you, because you're in it so deeply, you know. Where, you know, I've got the, the the sort of distance of time and, and and being out of the game for a while, and you understand. Look, they'll get over it. The sun comes up the next morning. There's mm. lots of people in this world going through a lot bigger hardship than losing a game of rugby, but it's still, it still it does gut you deeply. Back now to the Adam Brazil Sports Breakfast Show, and Big Al and Ali McCoy were with Laura Woods doing a special question of sport because Alan's got in his head that it's 50 years since Question Sport was first on the telly. In fact, of course, it's 51 years coming up, so not that Alan usually gets stuff wrong. He's maybe been in the bar doing his research. That's probably the problem. Anyway, here's Laura Woods with Ali and Al talking question of talk sport. Sorry, morning, Laura. I've always wanted to be Sue Barker. Do you know something? You'd be brilliant at that. Would I? Yeah, you would be. In fact, oh, you're getting rid of Sue already. No, not yeah. at all. Oh. Sue's the best Ageist. ever. Don't tra- don't even think about it. Sue's the best ever by some considerable distance. So what you're saying is I could do it. I just would never. I would never be as good. Well, thanks, thanks Ali. That's what you're saying. Laura. Yes, literally. Yeah. You know, you're, you're spot on. I like that. She is a national treasure, so <laughs> I'll totally accept that. Um, right, I'm going to give it my best shot though. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> we've been speaking about this all morning. Haven't we? It's a very special day for Ali. Fifth year anniversary. Da, 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 da. Um, it's airing um, on TV tomorrow. You're appearing in it. Uh, many of our younger listeners only really remember Ali <laughs> for being a team captain. It's something amusing. They yeah. remember. <laughs> they remember you fondly for it. But your playing days. Uh, yes. You know, they weren't even born during Oof. those days. Glenn Miller still flying. <laughs> You're getting your payback for that, Sue Barker. I am. I'm going to be throwing barbs <laughs> at you this morning. So, in honour of this, we're bringing back one of our very old features. Uh, it's time for a question of talk sport. Brilliant. Bosh. Okay, here we go. This is the observation round, yes. this one. Alan, you're going to go first. Oh. Please listen carefully to the next 45 seconds of audio as you'll be asked five questions off the back of it uh, about what you're about to hear. A black cat came on the pitch. Stop play. Kane! Harry Kane! Celtic 2, Barcelona 0. Tony Watt has fired the ball into the back of the net. Son put it across the area. And that's the equalizer by Harry Kane. Darling, you know tonight I'm not going to cook for you. I'm going to eat on you. And, I, 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 and, and What a strike from Harry Kane. Almost out of nothing. Most, most, most. Goal! Goal at Selhurst Park. I think he's done it! Yes! You beauty! Big Orange has done it! Unbelievable! Oh, yes, it's all over! Oh, no, it's not. It's offside. That was brilliant. Vintage miss. Do you know what the best thing is about that, which you guys wouldn't have been able to see? Is, that was tremendous. As we started playing tremendous. that for 45 seconds, Alan's concentration face, is, he just closed both eyes. <laughs> Really, really and now, got and now you're making even <laughs> longer and worse for me. This I is not fair. Thought, I, I thought we'd lost them there. I know. <laughs> we're in a different realm. 
<laughs> shape shifting. <laughs> time now to check in for the first time with the ginger fella from Drive. Yes, Elton John had the former boxer Nicola Adams on the show. Have a listen. I wasn't willing to take the chance to lose my sight over a, a com- another competi- competition. Mm. I've I've achieved everything um, as an amateur boxer, everything as a pro. I wanted to turn pro to become a world champion, and I've done that now. So yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm quite I'm quite con- I'm quite content with myself. Yeah, you've done quite a bit. It's it's uh, it's not been a bad career, has <laughs> yeah. it? I, I, there, was, there was one time, I think, was it two, three years ago, when uh, you were, at the same time, the reigning Olympic World, Commonwealth and European champion. Were you kind of... Did you have to pinch yourself and think, how, how on earth has this happened? Because way back at school, there were teachers telling you, well, this isn't going to happen. You know, it's not even... Women's boxing isn't even in the Olympics. And there you were, ruling the world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was a unreal, un- unbelievable, unbelievable achievement. I mean, even when I even when I look back now at what I've done in my career and how far bo- women's boxing has has come since then. I mean, when I when I first boxed in the in the Olympics in 2012, people some people didn't even realise that women women actually even boxed mm-hmm. until after I won the gold medal. So to go from there to now, we've got women. Headlining in, in the in the pro ranks is is unreal to see. Let's let's have a look back because um, you did make history. That uh, final in London 2012 was was stunning. When you floored your opponent in round two at London 2012 in that final, that left that you caught her with was insane. I mean, that would have knocked for a brick wall. I mean, where did that come from? And did you realise at that point when she hit the deck that you were going to go on to win gold? I just remember going through the whole fight thinking, I can't believe I'm winning this. Because normally we, we've had a we've had a rivalry for um, a few years. She beat me, I beat her, then she beat me again. And going into going into the Olympics, she'd just beaten me ten weeks before in the World Championships in China. And um, so I was like, right, <clears throat> I went into this fight and I was like, I need to win this. It's it's my home country and it's the Olympics and it's going to be the first ever gold medal. And I went in, I went into that ring so determined. There was nobody that was going to beat me that day. And that's nearly it. But of course, before we go, we have to bring you the best bits of the sports bar. Very difficult to cram. In fact, I've got a little email here. It says, Andy, I'm just wondering. I listen to your TalkSport Daily podcast every day. It's really good. It's up there with the Andy Goldstein Trans Europe Express and also the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10pm on TalkSport. Just wanted to know how you're doing. That's very nice. I'm okay. Anyway, here are the best bits from the best show. Your words, not mine. On TalkSport. Would you just speak to someone on the phone no, for me? Go away. Go away? Well, I've got, there's some people on national radio. They can help our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't swear. Sorry. That's all right. Um, That's all right. Just, 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 say, like, just, just, just say, speak to Andy and Jason. Come on, Lise. Lise, Lise. Just, you're on Hello, radio. Lisa. Hey, Lisa. You're live on national radio. Hi, Lise. <laughs> oh, the phone sorry. Oh, Scott. Don't. don't Hello, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, would you just say hello? Just see, this is this is a problem I deal with, guys. Well, you haven't just. I don't really know what to say anymore. Yeah, you have just woken up in the middle of the night. To be fair, <laughs> I, I know I've just woken up, but Lisa, listen, look, look, look. I've just, I think I've just made things worse, guys. I've got to go. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, bye. all right. Oh, Limey. I mean, see, woken up for in the middle of the night. That's never gonna. I mean, we could have smoothed that over, mate. Oh, easily.
But that's nearly it for another podcast. Good work, everyone. It's one of the best I've done for a long, long time. Actually, the others were rubbish. If you still got them in your library, just delete, delete, delete. Keep this one. Keep. Delete, delete, delete. Honestly, the others are worth. This is the best one. A quick reminder that the best football competition in the world, the World Club Championships Europa League World Cup, is on tonight. And of course, you can hear live commentary of a massive game, Lazio against Celtic. That's at five to six on Talk Sport Two. And then, of course, United are in action. You've got Rangers, you've got Celtic, and Wolverhampton Wanderers. And after all those games are finished, me and him over there will be taking your calls from 10 p.m. on the sports bar. So make sure you join us for that. Thanks so much for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.